Hey. Hey. What's up? What it do? Hey. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> Ooh, man, how you doing? Man, I'm doing wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. No complaint. Feeling blessed. Feeling good. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's, it's... That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. Hey, welcome to the Positive Energy Generation Podcast, where we show energy, we show unity, and we give back resources, man. So you already know who this is. It's definitely your favorite, your sofa girl. <laughs> Shark coming to you once again. And, man, the speaker I got for today, man, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. He's an entrepreneur, a fireman. He was in service, so he used to serve this country. So you know you got to hype it up from now. He believes in pulling out the best in people, man. A wonderful man, a man of God, a family man. A man and he's been able to create just this wonderful master class that tells you and shows you how to transform your financial destiny, man. Welcome to the Positive Energy Generation. Dixon, what up, man? What's hey, up? man, thank you, thank you, thank you, man, for that wonderful introduction. Uh, listen, it's always a blessing to hear you, man, to know that everything yeah. is good. When I hear your voice, I'm it's like, yeah, it's on, baby. <laughs> hey, it's on. <laughs> it's on, man. I'm glad to have you here. And uh, before we get started, what I want to do, and I always do, I always got to give back to the Most High. And I like to have the speakers get on and take a moment of prayer and just give back to the Most High. So can you lead us in the word of prayer? Sure. And we're going to get this sauce to everybody. Sure, sure. Eternal Father, we come right now. We thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this blessing. Thank you for this unity. We come right now and give you honor, praise, and glory for everything that you have done, everything that you're doing right now, and everything that you're doing in our future. We take this time that we be a blessing to those who hear us and continue to guide us as we go along this journey called life. We love you. We give you praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, man. Amen. So, Charles, man, it's a blessing to have you on, man, with your spirit, yeah. your soul, man. I feed off it, man. I love man, it. It's a blessing. I love it, Thanks. man. So, tell everybody, you know, we jump on and we definitely want to know about you who is Charles Dixon so tell us a little bit about Charles Dixon and how you were growing up as a child okay man just a little bit about me I am who I am today because of my childhood uh, hey. everybody <laughs> go through something and as a child and I got a lot of good memories uh, I was born in New Orleans Louisiana and um, my dad ended up we had family too in Mississippi and it was Utica Mississippi and dad, I always used to say, hey, man, you know, I was thinking about moving to Mississippi. What y'all think? Oh, uh, yeah, man, we had so much fun in Mississippi. My dad was moving <laughs> us to Mississippi as a young age. I think I was like first grade, maybe six or seven years old. And we kind of branched away to Utica, Mississippi, to where uh, we had this little small little house uh, that we moved into. My dad bought some land. And then when he bought some land, you know, we eventually stand there. Uh, I have a lot of good childhood memories playing my family. Uh, like I said earlier, I'm a family man, so I have a lot of good memories with my cousins, aunties, and uncles, and things like that. And uh, I think mm -hmm. um, fast forward, I, th I think it was probably like sixth or seventh grade. You know, I had had typical seventh grade, uh, sixth grade, seventh grade, like most kids. Uh, I think, but um, 
and my dad ended up having a trucking company and I can remember when I was a child uh, as a young a young teenager I think I was going to 13 when he had all these trucks man I got an opportunity <laughs> to grow up in a business uh, trucking company and it kind of shaped and molded me who I was today uh, wow. yeah fast forward uh, moving on I kind of play, play sports uh, throughout middle school and play football and ran track and things like that. I okay. enjoyed all of it, man. Like I said, when I think back to my childhood, I really got no complaints. You know, raising up in a country, uh, you got a chance to ride horses and four-wheelers and dirt bikes, things yeah. like that. Freedom, right? So that kind of molded me of who I am today because I got a taste of, you know, growing up in a business and freedom. So, yep. you know, I went through the phase and I was blessed to have an opportunity to grow up in a family owned business uh, because it taught me a lot. It taught me that, you know, um, that good sense of security, you know, that good sense of freedom, that good sense of, you know, you can wake up and, you know, to be with your parents and things like that and still, you know, eat good, you know, that, mm-hmm. it kind of shaped me. So, yeah, just a little bit about my childhood. That's that's what I can think about right now. Hey, Mississippi. Uh, that's that Mississippi country, country boy. All the way around. All the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you said riding horses. I was like, yeah. I remember. <laughs> uh, me too, bro. I know all about it. I remember it. a time where, um, you know, we was, man, my dad took me to Vicksburg one time and he was hanging with his friends and we got a chance to see. Uh, you know, the process of eating a wild hog, you know, there's some memories I can have. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of kids these days don't know what that is. I'm like, well, it was a hog, in the, it was a hog that they had captured <laughs> in the backyard, and we were just out hanging out. Next thing you know, we got this thing on the grill, you know, <laughs> doing what we do. Yeah. <laughs> so that's super country. <laughs> oh, that's definitely yeah. country, man. Frog legs and everything, country. <laughs> so, so you mentioned that um, through all the success and experience with your family, you got a chance to basically see entrepreneurship first and how it's ran. You know, uh, family based. Oh business. yeah, oh, I, you know, that's pretty cool. Like you said, not many people today. Um, see right. That. Yeah, that's true. It's a, like I said, it's a blessing and honor. Uh, the way it happened, you know, I was one of those ones to where um, I, I got a chance. As a matter of fact, I think I was 12 years old. My dad didn't even know how to hook up internet. Uh, he bought some computers one day and I kind of put the computers together and that's when we had dial-up internet. It was AOLs, a computer company called Gateway yeah. back in the day. And that first yeah. time I got a chance to actually, between me and my cousin, my first cousin, got a chance to hook up a network right at 20 years old right. and like i said even today it's one of those things that i was blessed and fortunate enough to be able to do because i understand it you know just seeing how internet and services are today compared to it was back then it's you know it's, it's big for me and other people that i see that use it so it is it was a blessing mm-hmm. it really was and what trauma or even that's I want to say more like an impactful experience that you have had happen in your life that made you shift your mindset growing up? Well, um, I if I had to say it was um, it was for me, it was when I went through the military. 
uh, I had a lot of things that happened uh, going through my military experience. One of those mm-hmm. things to where I felt I, I felt bonded, I felt locked down, I felt like time frame on what I had to go through. And I, mm-hmm. this is not the life, you know. Some people, you know, it's a bless. It's a blessful thing. My experience wasn't so well, and uh, for me, just just that going along with, uh, I was I was divorced before, I was married and divorced before, and my dad died. Uh, this this was a year 2015. Wow. My dad ended up got diagnosed with cancer. I think I was going through a divorce. I was in an 18 wheeler accident, overturned 18. Wow! All in the same year. And, you know, I couldn't see my kids like I want to because of the divorce and things like that. But it, it was it was one of those things, one of those years that I can remember like it was yesterday because it seemed like everything was happening back to back to back, you know. And mm-hmm. I realized wow. that, you know, I'm just another number to some of these people. Uh, some of my coworkers and things that I was dealing with or people that I acquainted that I, was, I had met along the way, they had no clue what I was going through. And that was one of those things that just told me, like, listen, you don't really have time. You know, you know, life is too short. You know, I want to make right. it my business to gather my kids and gather all my belongings and things like that and give them the experience that I had as a young child. So I think the year 2015, going through all those traumatic events, kind of just woke me up one day. You know, mm. yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Um, I, I bet that was definitely a something to have to endure, not just physically but mentally. Oh too. yeah, indeed. I I try not to go back to that year, but it is noted, you know, in my in my memory. Uh, my kids probably they you know they don't understand because I never told them or things like that. Uh, like I had a mm-hmm. good job with the Jackson Fire Department at the time. You know, I was in the military and I went to the military to get benefits for for them just in case something happened. But when that all that happened back to back to back, it kind of made me feel like, oh, my God, like what's really going on? I really have no control of my life right now. But it helped to say, hey, what can I do to give back to others? What can I do to give back to my family? What can I do to serve other people? And it don't cost me anything. And like I say, it's one of those years that I remember. Yeah, yeah, it's heavy. It's definitely heavy. Um, and you spoke on the mil- the military and how it impacted your life. So, what led you to the military? You know, because it sounded like these things was happening while you was in the military. So, what actually met- led you to? Oh uh, well, uh, security. It was kind of one of those things. I was already. Uh, with the fire department at the time, I, I graduated from the academy of the fire department, city of. Hey. It was, uh, I think it was 2011. That's what it was, and I had okay. a son. His name was Carter. He was on the way, and I started having back pains. And when I went through the academy, I, you know, so much stuff that I've learned that you know a lot of a lot of people don't know that a lot of firefighters have a lot of health issues because of the smoke and fire and carrying the stuff on the back yeah at risk with chronic illnesses and uh, you know heart attacks and things like that so going at me mm-hmm. for a while I was like hmm what can I do if something happened to me how would I be able to take care of my kids 
So one day I was just like, okay, so many people that I, all my coworkers were, you know, uh, going to the military or they had a business on the side. That's the advantage of being a fireman. You know, you create a life outside of being a firefighter because you're not working every day, you know, for hours right. uh, throughout the week. So I wanted to make sure that I chose something to be able to put me in a position to where if something happened to me physically, you know, I could still have some type or my kids can still have some type of benefits. So it kind of made me look towards the military. And like I said, when I, get, I first went in the fire department, it was actually shaping me to be a better person, to be a better man. And the military to me was more honorable. You know, what can I do? To right. And I said, you know what? I'm going for it. Uh, I'm going to serve my country. And I believe that in me serving my country and serving others, my kids actually reap the benefits from it. Um, like I said, I, I remember watching a commercial that was talking about the GI Bill and benefits and things like that. I'm like, that's the thing. I'm going, I'm going to do that, you know. So if something happened to me, mm-hmm. you know, my kids would be well taken care of. And so it was a it was a no-brainer. Uh, All right. Okay, just think ahead of time and think of generational um benefits of your kids can mm-hmm. have something. I see mm-hmm. you. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I said, I was I yes, was okay. making I was trying to make sure that all the choices that I made was actually making me better, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And just like I say, breaking a generation of curse in my family because my family the type of family they they not going on military. It's just not gonna happen, you know. We have you you have a few that may do something, but they ain't going, you know, sign up to do nothing like that. So it was also trying to do something that you know beat the eyes of what I was around so that kind of motivated right. me to say hey do it you know you can be one of those one that change the path of course the path of the people who coming along so just make that choice and do it so you chose to you basically stepped up to make to make that decision you'll be the person that gonna change that course so um in the midst of you changing that course and you going to the military what are some things that you've learned from the military that Actually, you implement in your life in career today? Well, yeah, the camaraderie, the brotherhood, you know, to be able yeah. to work next to a soldier with, you know, different backgrounds and things like that. You know, you, you come together on one accord, regardless of your differences. So the definitely right. taught me that. It taught me how to be open-minded to other different religions and other different type of people that walk this earth. And that's some of the things that I try to carry along with me because, you know, I try, I feel like guys, no respect of a person, I try to treat everybody the same, be the same way. You know, don't treat nobody like a stranger. You treat them like an angel because you never know what somebody's going through and things like that. And then at the end of the day, you guys are coming together on a one accord and you just, all y'all just want to go back home to your family. I just want to go back to home to a normal life. So that's one of the things that I just continue to hold on to as I go along. I meet people every day and I have to always remember, you know, we're going to always have differences. You know, all of us was raised different and all of us going to different places in life. But just to take that time and actually value that time, that's one of the things that I picked up. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I must say that too. Um, that's one value that the military that I learned as well. And that's, that's definitely crazy because you actually don't know how much of a difference and and how much of a like, unity that a culture has from the South, from the North to Blacks, Whites, the Hispanics, until you actually Indeed. get into the military. Yes. <laughs> and it's almost like brotherhood, like you said. It's, right, it's right. And like I said, I, I love it because that's one of those things to where you can always pass that on to your kids. You can pass that type of things on to your family. And that diversity, that's one of the things I feel like helps shape the country. You know, just the whole diversity aspect. That's true. And yeah, I, I, I like the aspect when it comes to entrepreneurship and military. Like, I, I see for us, like, you have to definitely work for it to get where you want to go. And you got to set a, um, a goal. You know, it don't, it don't come just easy. You know, ranks don't come just easy. Or trying to do anything in the military come easy and sacrifice, too. We have to leave your family. You got to pull away from people. I, I find that between that and entrepreneurship is very the same. Like that when it comes to that aspect of it, I like that. I actually yes, love and that you know, just like entrepreneurship, man, you could be in that military, have so many people around you, and seem like you're all alone, like that. Yeah. <laughs> people don't understand. Like you say, you have to leave away from your family and stuff like that, and that's. That can actually be uh, detrimental. That can be uh, traumatic. Actually, mess yeah. with you. You know what I mean? Uh, and a lot of people don't know. You know, there's good and bad with the military. But to be able to continue your own yeah. life, you know, as an entrepreneur, you can built that way. You've been trained. You've been going through it. It's actually helping you mold you be a, to be a better entrepreneur. So I can't. I, but yeah, I agree. You know, I don't want to go back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I say, I, I always say, I think everybody should experience it one time to get like far as like ethics and just see that it's literally all, it's a mental thing. It's a mental, so I, I think everybody should experience it one time, but I'm like, yeah. I don't want to go back. Like, <laughs> I don't want to go back. So, is there anything that you saw in the military that you wish you had spoken up on more or made your voice a little louder about, you know, to make a difference? Yeah. Um, wisdom has taught me that you know a lot of people have positions and titles and things like that that they work hard for but they never worked on their mm -hmm. inner self you know I was under uh, a leadership a specific leadership or a specific time of the career and it was one of those things to where I kind of felt my superior officer uh was kind of abusing his privileges abusing his rank and things like that and out of respect I didn't really speak up to him you know but it if I knew what I knew now I knew then I would you know talk to him on a personal level try to connect with him like hey don't forget you know you're responsible for certain people and certain guys and we 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 yet to meet a standard each and every day but you can't treat people like they you know small and that's one of the things I right. feel like I should have spoke up on. And uh, like I said, it was one of those things where you really didn't want to speak up on it, but you can see it, you know. I was on the particular mm -hmm. leadership that was, he would make his business to pick on the weaker soldiers and stuff and make himself look better and things like that. And I was like, I, I didn't like that at all. 
but I had to understand that it's not the organization as a whole. It's just the person, you know, able to connect with that the person. Cause he could have had, you know, issues with himself or with people around him that caused him to do that and make himself feel better. And I felt like if we would have had a more sincere, deeper conversation about some of that stuff, you know, I hope I probably probably would have helped him if I could, you know. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I, hey, I do agree. Leadership, one that's that's toxic leadership, that's hey. good leadership. It's all about the person I've seen in myself. Toxic leadership. I've been under toxic leadership, and like you said, it's not everybody in that unit or in that mm-hmm. battalion or brigade. It's just literally one, two people or a few people that makes it a little harder for the next person. You know, so. Hey, I agree. And, um, you know, speaking on that, um, that goes into what what had recently happened in, in um, Fort Hood. Um, and when people would ask me about it, because I, I didn't really know. I have heard of it, you know. I know about Fort Hood. They had drowned. They had a couple of floods right. where people drowned out there where their leadership um, had failed to met. And um, when they asked me about the, the young lady, the private, I, I honestly was like, the first thing I thought right. about was her leadership. It was her leadership, you know, I, whatever the situation was and however it led to where she ended up at, it was definitely her leadership because some leadership can be intense to where some people, like you said, whether they ranks are lower and depending on who the person, they can make those environment kind of intense and, and try to take hold it over your head. So I do agree that sometimes it's hard to speak up, but we should Indeed. speak up, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's it, cause it's one of those things. If you mm-hmm. know you have a career and you're gonna be here for a while, you don't want to create a negative environment for yourself because you are one. So yeah. you know that's the that's the thin line between speaking up and keeping the peace. Uh, I've learned over time that sometimes it's good to you know speak up out of love and out of peace, and that way you can try to see if it will help a person. If not, you just leave alone because mm-hmm. next thing you know you're gonna be getting counseling you know all this other negative stuff to go yes oh my god yes i'm talking about and that's something you don't want to you don't, don't want to go no you don't want to do counseling you want to end up in jail in the military you, you don't want to do none of that because that lead to a whole whole right. rabbit right. hole <laughs> a right. whole rabbit hole so yeah i do keep everybody that's in the military by that sir i do stay praying for them and everybody that's family that's be affected by it it's definitely um big to always reach out to them i always say just to reach out like you said because you never know what they're going through and it's, they have to give sacrifices and some of them are involuntary Indeed. sacrifices Indeed. so mm-hmm. so as a when you was a firefighter could you say um you had some involuntary sacrifices when you was oh involuntary. yeah man every day i woke up it was something that you have to do you know um but for the most part it was all expected so instead of saying it was involuntary to me it was more voluntary because i feel like every day that i woke up there was a certain purpose you know what i mean you know somebody gonna need some help you know you're actually in a good position to help somebody and that was actually my favorite career that i actually miss you know if i had the opportunity to you know do it all over again i probably would because it taught me so much and it always made me feel good to be there for somebody you know no matter if it was something out of the norm for me if it was 
you know, helping somebody that that I knew didn't like me or something like that. It still gave me the sense of drive to actually do it. So, yeah, I love that. I, I kind of miss yeah. it. I miss it a whole lot. I know you put out a couple of fires, uh, man. How is that? I man, put out a couple of fires. I bet you that's kind of crazy part about it. Um, it 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 can be very scary for somebody who say that they have really fought a house fire, commercial fire, things like that, and fear didn't creep in. They lie, you know. I'm just being funny. <laughs> I was the type of person before I got into the fire department. Nothing scared me. Nothing or nobody scared me, right? And I want to like, I'm up for a challenge, right? It just I'm trying. I'm the professional, yeah. but when you get in a house and you can't see nothing, and they say all the time that fire living human being, we call it the dragon. Oh, it'll wake you up, you know. If you didn't have a better <laughs> life before then, you gonna have one before you get out there fire. Uh, but the whole experience, like you, I can't really <clears throat> talk about a lot of fires that was, you know, just. I was just also scared about it because it was always somebody there, you know. There's always there that's right. uh, have more years of experience than you, and if he's scared, he's gonna back out. So even if you fear, you know, what I mean, you can kind of feel it, you know. You can kind of, uh, you know, go go off his end per se. Uh, but man, I, I I can't really explain it because if I get Start explaining that. Yeah, I might lose somebody, but the still there. All right, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. We get connected.